And now, live from Uneasy Breezy Studios in Burbank, California, it's Thursday on the Allison Rosen is your new best friend show. Tonight, Allison welcomes a guest. He's a comedian and proud member of Antifa, not anti-fascist, but anti-Fabio, of course. It's John Henson. Chalaxon Thaxton is here to talk shiatsu with Shyamalan. I'm her husband, Daniel, saying hop on board Love Bus Sailor and your best friend, Allison Rosen. Hello, my little ramen noodles. It's me, Allison. Welcome to another exciting Thursday show. That particular carbohydrate was sent in on Patreon. Patreon. Patreon.com slash Allison Rosen by someone who just goes by T. It could be Tom. It could be Tina. It could be... Could be me. It could be Tony. It could be any of them. Hmm. Uh, It's just T. For right now. And uh, anyway, I would like to say hello to my guests. Hello, Daniel. Hi. How's it going? It's going great. You uh, you snuck out of bedtime I'm, tonight. I we have feel, a babysitter putting feel, Elliot to bed right now. I feel like I'm playing hooky. I yeah. know. Because if, you, if we hadn't done this, you would still be in there for like uh, another three hours. Bedtime has creeped. It started out half hour, then 45. Now it's a full hour. And no, it's, 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 I feel like it's more than that. Well, no, I'm talking about actually, like, when oh. we actually get in the room. Before that, it's a whole other hour. I mean, half my life is bedtime right now. <laughs> I tell people that... Um, Hello, John Henson. Welcome to the show. It's hi. been so long. Sorry. Hi. That's okay. <laughs> uh, but you just brought back a sense memory for me. Yeah. Thank you for having me again. Thank you um, for coming back. And that is, like, I tell people, remember the way when you were a little kid, like in elementary school, the way you felt on the last day of school when the bell rang and you were just, like, running through the court, like, just, I'm free. <laughs> yeah. That's the way I feel at put down every night. Yeah. Like that is the at, that's the way I feel yeah. when I'm going to the bedroom and the kids are down. Totally. Well, it's funny because I'll start with bath. It really starts with bath. Mm-hmm. And then you know, so I'll draw the bath and then it's like this whole long thing and I always think I put him to bed, I leave his room and then I go to clean up the bathroom and I feel like it's been a year since I was in here. <laughs> like the water is ice cold. Mm-hmm. You know, there's like... <laughs> yeah, there's mushrooms. Yeah, there's mushrooms water, yeah. growing, you know, like a tree. Yeah, it's like, oh my God. Yeah, and you will soon find, because your kids start school, September mm-hmm. 4th, um, I always say that when you have kids that go to school, Monday morning is the new Friday night. <laughs> like, it is when you drop the kids off, like 8 a.m. at Monday is like, yeah. I'm free! Yeah. You know? <laughs> it's... Until I had kids, I never realized how much parents rejoice when you're not in front of them. And it actually, it, I used to feel guilty about it. Now I just accept it. It is, uh, you know, the, the expression that I think sums it up best, it's a cliche, but um, the days are long and the years are short. Yeah. But, um, but I, I, like, the summer is like going around the dark side of the moon. Like, I see people on the last day of school and I look at parents and I'm like... <laughs> 
all right, man. You know, like I feel like, down. <laughs> I, I feel like Tom Hanks in, in Saving Private Ryan, like right yeah. as they're taking, you know, I'll see you on the beach. Yeah. And then like people's heads start exploding. Like I'm like, this is just going to be intense, man. And my kids go back tomorrow and nobody is happier about it than me. Yeah. <laughs> what if they hear this? I'm th- Listen, I mean, my kids are excited to go to school. Um but like I'm like, let's wrap this shit up, man. <laughs> and and like today was off. Like you just had three months off, and we gotta we gotta clip you Monday. Like so let's let's not jump right into things on a Monday. Let's take Monday <laughs> off and make it a short week. Fuck you. That's right. I uh, I was actually just the other day. Wait, hang on one second. Tony Thaxton. Hello. Welcome back from your your musical tour of Boston. <laughs> yes, the general area. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I'm seeing all of you before I've even seen my wife. I've been home for like no two kidding. hours. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> how you like that, Kaylin? Yep. And also mm-hmm. Ernie, your dog. I did I did see him briefly. How? Well, I stopped at home for literally oh. like 20 minutes. Oh, but she wasn't there yet. Yeah, yeah. she was working. Priorities. Got to put the dog. <laughs> yeah, right. exactly. Yeah, I mean, let's be honest. He's going to be happier to see me. <laughs> She's not going to run around the house like he does. Where in Boston? <laughs> uh, I, you know, technically I wasn't, I don't think I ever actually stepped foot in Boston the entire time I was there. I was, I was staying in Amesbury, mm. which is a ways away. It's, God, probably like a good hour from the city, I think. But uh, I was I was weirdly out there playing some uh, weddings with. Uh, they looked with this, fun. Yeah, Tony it was super is fun. a professional drummer. Uh, that's awesome. I started out my comedy career in Boston and played every sort of one horse town mm-hmm. in a drive of Boston for a long time. There was a lot of like. Hey, you're going to Airport Road in <laughs> Fall River, Massachusetts, and you're walking into a bar where you like walk in, you feel like you've walked into somebody's living room, and you realize like, oh, these twelve guys are here every single night. <laughs> um, so, welcome back, man. Thank you. I'm uh, gonna get through it. We're get, we get we got this, guys. All right. <laughs> so, uh, what I was about to say before was I was just recently thinking about how when uh, when I was going to school and I had to stay home sick, that must have like thrown my parents' whole schedule off. What happens when, when they're of school age and all of a sudden they have to stay home? Then there's like a scramble. Well, then your parents have to stay home. Yeah. You know, like you can't do anything right. if you have a sick kid. That had never really occurred to me when I was a kid. Hmm. It's a really lot to think about. I feel like you just put something together as a parent, like Wait taking a this minute. day to day, yeah. man. I'm not thinking ahead at all. Oh my lord! So I'm looking very forward to this show. We have a lot to get to. I have a lot to catch up everyone on, catch everyone up on, and also we have a John Henson quiz. Uh, and thank you for having me. It's been a while. It's uh, as the kids would say, it's been a minute. Yeah. And uh, and thank you. I, I was obviously so excited. I jumped right into. Uh, 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 stories and stuff without uh, allowing you to introduce me. That's fine, and, though. And I, our drummer, who's fresh back from the uh, the Badlands of Massachusetts. Of Amesbury. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like that, though. I prefer a guest who's like chomping at the bit, raring to go, <laughs> ready to just get in there, mix it up, tear But also, it, up. it doesn't feel like it's been that long. And then when I was looking today at your last appearance, I was like, wow, when you say like short years, I mean... Yeah, it's been a couple of years, right? By no. No, you did a one-on-one yeah. like last year, I think. Did I? Mm-hmm. But... I blocked it all out. I mean, yeah. We talked about Judge Judy. 
But oh, at that point, right. that wasn't happening. We right. talked about Judge Judy at the beginning and at the and afterwards. And what I remember is she had like an extremely soft leather cast right. And I jacket. horrified her by saying, "Why is this so soft? Is it made out of children?" <laughs> <laughs> so we have to catch up with you and find out what's been going on. Uh, but first, let me just—I'm just going to run down the things that I jotted down to mention, and you guys tell me which ones really light your fire. Which ones you're like, yes. That's All right. Something. Daniel hmm. and a rat. So there's been like an ongoing vermin oh situation. John Henson, we had to evict some raccoons. Sure. Uh, and, it's going to uh, happen. Yeah. And then a rat like committed suicide on Daniel's watch. So that's one story. We have neighbor. This is an update because Tony knows a little bit about it. And mm-hmm. the listeners know as well. John, you don't, you don't know any of this. New neighbors. Uh, new neighbors. Two married couples living in one house. The dudes are pastors. Now they're all renters. And we thought, okay, so first we just heard a pastor was moving in. And that sounds like quiet and wholesome. Then we heard it was two couples. Because what you imagine when you hear pastor moving in is an, an old man yeah, we who likes old. quiet in order to reread the Bible. Right. You're, if anything disturbs you, it's going to be the sound of a harp. Right, right. right. Yeah. He he pretty much just has candles. Yeah. Right. Yes. A magnifying glass, perhaps. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, nope. <laughs> a dusty bookshelf. Yeah. So, no, these are uh, young people in their 20s who throw a young adult mixer every Imagine if, every like, Alpha Wednesday. Chi was pastors. Yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. So, uh, there's live music. There's people yelling. There's like, basically a rager. Every Wednesday evening. Are they drinking? I don't know. The, 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 like, someone actually, okay, this is this thing between Dan and me. Someone yelled, oh my God. And I thought, that doesn't sound very churchy. Now, Daniel says, that they're allowed, you're allowed to say, oh my God. Maybe it was in prayer. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. Oh my God. There's God. It didn't sound like it. It sounded like someone like pushed someone into the punch bowl, which may or may not have had alcohol in it. Oh my God. Yeah. So the question is, it's not like Christ on a bike. You know what I mean? It's not, it's not completely heretic. It's right. No. I Still guess seems- I think when you're having a rager, maybe they're grading on a curve on the oh my god. <laughs> I feel like there's a lot of um, you know uh, different interpretations of the Bible, so maybe some people are fine with it and some people are super uptight about it. But oh my god, doesn't feel like it would be problematic. I guess is this like uh, Justin Bieber's pastor kind of guy who's wearing no. like hip rap clothing? No. <laughs> Hip rap clothes. Do you know what I'm talking about? Like that yeah. guy is like always wearing. Oh, that's like, like a real, oh, wait, dressed, a real like, person. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You oh, don't know this guy? No. Like, oh no. He's he's like he's dressed like Meek Mill. Like he's <laughs> like it's like what? I'm unfamiliar with Justin Bieber's hip rap past. Oh yeah, you got to look it up. Yeah. He had like a whole falling out with him, and now he's oh, back boy. together. And it's but this guy's oh, wow. like a he's like a big youth pastor, world famous. You know, Pied yeah. Piper guru kind of guy. Yeah. And part knows. of it is like he's wearing like $1,200 frames and, you know, he wears like... A loose interpretation of the uh, faith. Yeah. Um, you know a lot about Justin Bieber's pastor. It's just... A, it's I, That's the extent of what I know about Justin Bieber. It's this dude is... Um, I, I I found that story fascinating. It is fascinating. It I pulled like... up some images, and one of the first ones is him shirtless next to Justin Bieber. That's, so and there he's you ripped, go. Yeah. Too. Like, Does he have yeah. tats? Uh, yeah, it looks like it. 
I'm trying to make it bigger here. <laughs> Whoop, that's going. Hang on. <laughs> it doesn't want to get much bigger than that. Oh, my God. That's the guy on the left? Yeah. yeah. That's his pastor. He yeah. doesn't look like a... Yeah, like he's what got I'm the Brad Pitt like, yeah. kind of yeah. groin he's muscle. The, yeah. the hip crease. Troy. Yeah. Right. What I'm, this whole thing has made me realize I don't know much about pastors. And, and well, you know I, who else idea. had the hip crease? Jesus. <laughs> yes, he did. <laughs> so. There you go. Yeah, so there's that story. I'm re- as I'm going through the stories, I'm realizing they're all like, I, I need like a womp womp sound because one of them is that our dog has a vagina infection. That's not a good story. Why would you put that in the queue for stories? That's the story. Our dog has a yeast infection. No, well, hold on a minute. Not, I think the story is infection. how the dog got the <laughs> yeah. yeast infection. It's not that's... a yeast infection. It's bacterial. Mm. Okay. God damn it. <laughs> All right. So... Jesus Christ. On the same day... But listen to this. On the same day that Daniel texted me two pictures of our dog's vagina. Tony, is this is this okay for public consumption? Oh, oh yeah. I you're, forgot I, about that. By the way, crazy. you know you're on a watch list now. Uh, like I know. You know 100%. that you just made... 100%. Yeah. yeah. In a crazy coincidence, Tony... Uh, Allison had told me that she now had these photos on her phone, and then later that night, without me... Because I was out of town, my wife randomly texted me a picture <laughs> no. and said... Here's Ernie's balls before he had him chopped off. <laughs> no. What are the chances? Yeah. That's pretty, Something that's in the air. Bizarre. Little huevos yeah. mancheros to go with <laughs> yeah, the... Uh... But yeah. to, uh, something I appreciated was Tony said none of this is nearly as embarrassing in terms of things on his phone as... <laughs> I, uh, yeah, I had, to, I had a Rascal Flatts song on my phone because I had to learn it for a wedding. <laughs> I wasn't proud of that. It immediately got deleted. That's a watch list. <laughs> yeah, that's a whole different one. Um, so, John Henson. Uh, oh, wait, no. I do want to know what's been going on with you, but I remember something that I should have mentioned at the top, which is uh, I have a live show coming up, my podcast that I do with Greg Fitzsimmons, whom you went to college with, right? Or the same college? We went to the same college, yes. We did not really know each other in college, but we knew... Well, we sort of knew each other from stand-up in that era, but not from school. Got it. Yeah. Um, well, I do a podcast with him called Childish, where we talk about parenting stuff and also not parenting stuff. Our first live show is coming up September 3rd at the Comedy Store, the Belly Room at the Comedy Store, and our guest is going to be Andy Richter. So we're very excited. Yeah. Come on out. You can get tickets at all the places that you go and get tickets. Hopefully. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> go Just to the... at your grocery store deli. Pull a, <laughs> right. pull a, pull a yeah, ticket. There's a promotion at Albertsons. <laughs> yeah. If you... Yeah. yeah. I'm here for the show. I have nine... <laughs> <laughs> I'm just realizing the course of talking about it. I don't know where to direct them to get tickets because there's. Uh, just go to the comedy store. Go to the website. Macy's ticket. Yeah. B- uh, booth. Yeah. Just, just tweet. Yeah. Just someone will ask. Someone will help Master. you. Remember when StubHub? Remember when Macy's was where you would go to get concert tickets? Really? There yeah. would be like very vaguely. Yeah, you'd go to like Macy's tickets and you'd go in, and that would be where I don't remember. Yeah. I remember going to the oh. grocery store. Oh really? To get yeah. Uh huh. Are you? For you what? guys are East Coast, right? Do you remember no. Gimbals? I'm West, I'm Coast, West Coast, but I okay. know of Gimbals because it was in Miracle on 34th Street. Yep. Was that high end? Uh, well, it's it's no more end. You know, <laughs> oh. it's the end. Yeah. But what was it like? 
It was just like it was a department store. It was yeah. like a Macy's. Um, when you're traveling, this is one of my famous segues. I could have tied. I could, yeah. Well, see, Tony was traveling. Oh, he was. Speaking of Tony yeah. traveling, that's right. You know what the best kind of luggage to have is? An away suitcase. I'm gonna I'm gonna go out on a limb and guess that many of my listeners are familiar with away because they are. I feel like uh, they're. Really cornering the market on luggage. You, everyone has them. Everyone loves them. Alice Rose's new best friend is brought to you in part by Away, makers of world-class luggage. Uh, so they are made of premium German polycarbonate, which is uh, unrivaled in strength and impact resistance. And they have four spinner wheels. Remember when we used to only have two wheels on our suitcase? And if anyone at the table only has two wheels on their suitcase right now, you don't have to identify yourself i'm sorry it is uh, I, I have a, and it's like having dial up it really is yeah. it's yeah. horrific right yeah. yeah and then i see the people with four wheels that just can go in any pushing, direction and i just sliding hate yeah, I so, such sitting envy. on the, i know you don't know what you're missing when you have two and you hit that curb and then it starts to wobble and mm-hmm. then it gets worse and then yeah. falls over mm-hmm. yeah and you're so Got embarrassed your speed wobble yeah. yeah the speed wobble and let's say you're someone who does what i do which is you're dragging your two wheel, and then you've got like another bag uh, piggybacking on that no one, more, and then no you hit more the with speed away. wobble. Yeah, no, with a way, you travel in style. You're comfortable. You don't throw your back out trying to haul your bag around. These wheels, 360 degree spinner wheels, they guarantee a smooth ride. Um, and there are uh, a bunch of different colors, nine colors and four sizes, but they also come out occasionally with limited edition colors. Oh. You yeah. could probably off-road in them, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Knobby yeah. tires, mm-hmm. like a dirt bike. Mm-hmm. I've seen people out in the, you know, Joshua Tree. Mm-hmm. Sure. Around there. Right, just riding in their suitcase. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so there's the carry-on, there's the bigger carry-on, the medium, and the large. Uh, I have the carry-on, I just got the bigger carry-on, and I also have the large. I just need the medium, and then I've got the whole set. Uh, there's a lifetime warranty. If anything breaks, they'll fix it or replace it for you for life. 100-day trial, uh, live with it, vibe with it, travel with it. If at any point you don't want it, return it for a full refund, no questions asked. Uh, in the carry-on and the bigger carry-on, you can actually charge your phone while you're just sitting there with what? the suitcase. That's yeah, there's insane. a battery in it. It's insane. Insanely yeah. amazing. Collect all four or trade with your friends. That's right. You can. Oh, and there's an internal... Comp- I knew there was something I was forgetting to mention that I think is amazing about it. There's an internal compression system which works super oh, well. So pack. you can pack... Yeah, I'll, you get a lot right. more in there yep. than you'd think you would. For $20 off a suitcase, visit awaytravel.com slash BFF20 and use promo code BFF20 during checkout. That's $20 off a suitcase by visiting awaytravel.com slash BFF and using promo code BFF20. Okay, John Henson, catch us up. What's been going on with you? I believe the last time we talked, you were... Well, I feel like you're always doing some Food Network stuff. Yeah. Oh. I just did an, another season of uh, Halloween Baking Championship. Can I tell in you? October. In our uh, break room, um, they last year, you know, they have a TV in there. And last year, they had the Food Network on there doing a little uh, uh, marathon. Mm-hmm. And people were riveted. By your Halloween Bake Off show, John. I will tell people you love that it. I was they love unprepared it. for the fact that people put on the Food Network and it just stays on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like, like It's fire. just like wallpaper. 
mm-hmm. you know. And um, it's a very it's a very fun show, though that particular show. It, it is. Uh, I hope it's fun for the viewers. It is an absolute blast for me. I uh, absolutely adore the people on that show. Uh, I feel very lucky to do it. This is the third season that I've done, and um, I uh, I love it. It's a great season i will share with you i think you will get a kick out of this do you go to new orleans again to shoot it uh actually no we shot in la this year and i have to say uh i was like oh we're shooting in la i get to sleep in my own bed and then very quickly i realized oh my god that means my wife my children my dog like are in your life still. Uh, so you work up like a 14-hour day, and then you come home, and it's like, Daddy, Daddy. And you're like, oh, no, I need to be laying in bed ordering room service right now. <laughs> like, uh, But uh, the winner of last year's Halloween Baking Championship just happens to be uh, an executive chef at the place where my parents live in Florida. And I was like, oh, you got to do a custom cake for my parents. And um, she was like, I can make a cake look like anything you want. What do you want? (laughs) And I thought about it. That's so cool. And I go, I want you to make the cake in the shape of an indictment for Donald Trump. (laughs) (laughs) Look at that. Oh, my God. That is. Is the pen part of it? Yes. That is unbelievable. So now here's the crazy part. (laughs) That's so cool. The pen is edible. The block of wood it's sitting on is chocolate. It's like a stack of pages. That's really. The only thing that's not edible is uh, the silver tray that it's sitting on. But look at the edges of the paper. It looks thin. And it's all legible. Is it like phyllo dough or something? How did you do that? I got to be honest with you. Like, you know, you have an idea. Idea, and the reality is never lives up to what you had in your head. This so far exceeded my expectations. I could not have been more thrilled. And I said uh, uh, to my parents, I go, how did it taste? And my stepmother goes, I can't cut into it. Yeah. <laughs> she goes, it's a work of art. And I go, you got to eat it. And she goes, no, no, no. I, I have to take it to show all my Republican friends. <laughs> and that thing went on a cake tour of Florida. Uh, and then it was put in the fridge. And she's like, I'll take it out when it gets indicted. <laughs> No. So that is brilliant. hilarious. That's going to be a while. <laughs> I know. Sorry um, to bring politics in. Yeah, way to go. Okay. But it was under the guise of baked goods. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so what else? What else have you been up to? Uh, so, yeah, let's see. I've done uh, I've done a little bit of traveling with stand-up. The big thing was we moved, right? Yeah. So I oh, sold right. my house, uh, which took forever. Um, and uh, we bought a new house, and then there was a ton of work on that. And that really was an all-consuming thing for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, sure. And uh, so we're sort of just emerging from because we bought the house in june and started work on the house and put our house on the market this is last year yeah and then we like we had our we had real estate agents that were really hyper aggressive in the price that they put our house on the market for, which sounded great to me. Um, but like we were sneaking it down and it was high price. Yeah. And it was, the market was beginning to soften in that price range, like right around this time. So we were like kind of moving down just below the, and, if you don't sell your house by like second week in November, you're just, you're just riding it through the holidays Mm -hmm. because the market, no slows. Buying. Yeah. Nobody's buying. So um, it was 
it's sort of like antithetical where you're like, hey, this would be a great move for us financially. Let's take on five times as much expense for <laughs> right. a period of time. You know what I mean? So it was uh, it was a, an anxious uh, yeah. and fraught period. But, uh, oh, my God, we're so happy. We live in Toluca Lake. Like, yeah, that's uh, great. You know, we live six minutes from here. Yeah. Um, which is why I was late. <laughs> you know, anytime but, like but that is a, that is a real thing yeah. though. That is a real thing. If you if like, I don't have to leave till you know I'm already late, and then yeah. Yeah, no, I was like, I, it's I've got eight minutes. It's only six, <laughs> right. and then the next thing you know, you're like, oh my god, I'm supposed to be there in ninety seconds. You know, <laughs> um, but uh, well, now so, that I know how close you are, I'm going to make you come on all the time. I know, right? Um, and a lot of travel, a lot of travel, a lot of a lot of you know, I've been able to cultivate these gigs in Cabo San Lucas that I do and um so uh it's and then some producing stuff and so I've been um busy but a lot of it has been on the domestic front. Mm. And do you have a new dog? I do. I do. I got um I got a golden retriever puppy. He's super cute. Nice. Don't do that. <laughs> Um, don't do puppy or do, like don't I do just golden. I had a very revisionist memory of what it means to have a puppy because oh, last a time I had a puppy <laughs> I didn't a have a wife nightmare. and kids yeah. and it took me like four hours to be like what have we done no, know. <laughs> you know, know. and uh, and it's just so much man yeah. it's so much Especially my dog a big apparently dog. thinks I'm a farmer because he gets up <laughs> in the middle of the night you know. Um, <laughs> But he's awesome. We love him. Um, and uh, but it's oh, it's a lot. Mm-hmm. It's a lot. I remember when we had Oliver, our dog, before Wendy, like the first or second night or third or whatever. Right at the beginning, Daniel's like, "There's a feral animal in our home." <laughs> Do you remember? You freaked no, out. No, I don't. Yeah, yeah. I just remember after you, we lost Oliver, and you were immediately like, "Let's get another dog." And I'm like, "I am not ready to deal with another puppy." <laughs> and, um. If you don't really engage with that puppy to train it, take my word for it, you end up with our dog, (laughs) who is a fucking nightmare. Yeah. We, it took us about two months to go, let's find a fucking trainer. Like, and we, we were leaving town for like a couple of weeks. And so I was like, this is our opportunity. And I sent him to a a boarding training facility. Like I was like, Bring him back in Puppy three military weeks. School. New fucking dog. Really? Yeah. But you know, but then it's really like you know, if you don't stay on it and train mm-hmm. him every day, then he starts to backslide. But, hmm. um, but yeah, no, this uh, like it was uh, you know just even just like walking like a normal dog on a leash as opposed to you know yeah pulling uh, and, yeah, yeah. And just being um, like hey I have a wild animal on a string. <laughs> I yes. feel like that's one of the hardest things though. It, it's the it, yeah yeah. Getting yeah. them to walk good on a leash is not It's just, easy. it's like having a newborn because when you, when you, like, I'm of the mind that it's like you take him out so often that he doesn't have a chance to make a mistake. You yes. know what I mean? Yes. So it's every the newborn. Time, yeah. It, yeah. <laughs> so it's like every time the dog gets up, you're like, get out, open the door. Right. You know what I mean? Like right. it just becomes this panic stricken. You're just taking him out like 11 times a day. Yeah. Which, by the way, actually, I, my understanding is that is how it is when you potty train your kids. Do you go to the bathroom? Do you go to the bathroom? Like constantly having mm. to take them to the toilet. My kids are six and eight, and we still ask that question all the time. Mm. Like my wife is always like, you know, 
Is that from trauma? We're, we're or getting in the car. We're, I'm taking you guys to camp. Go potty. And it's, my son's like, I went like five minutes ago. She's like, go again. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like just the frenetic, yeah, I have to empty you out. Yeah. You, know? you don't know what I've seen. Yeah. Yeah. Take a diuretic. You know? Uh, I also thought of you, John Henson, somewhat recently, because I remember a horrific story that you told about your kid vomiting all over the car seat. Oh, yeah. And Elliot went through a phase of oh. getting car sick. Yeah. So that was I on the of way home time. from the airport in rush hour. And my daughter. Uh, yeah, it was like a it was like a, you know, like a can of nuts that you open and then snakes. Jump, you know what I mean? Like it was just one of those things where you're like, how did all of that come out of that child? And I just remember stuffing money in that guy's hands and just it was like an autopsy oh because you were at the airport no we were in the car and it was you know it was like an hour and 20 minute drive home we were in rush hour traffic on a friday and she like projectile but it wasn't vomited. Your car. So, no we were in a car service oh, car my God. and oh my um, God, no. and she was absolutely <laughs> screaming mm. at the top oh of her lungs God. the entire time the smell was horrendous and um it was like one of those things where you're just like, I maybe I just get out of the car on the 405 and start over again. <laughs> when I was yeah. wor- you know when I, mean? I was working as a busboy and I was in college or in high school, there was this couple that would. I worked at a country club, and I was working in the lounge at the country club. And there's this couple, and they had this kid that was a fucking like, just a total nightmare. He he like get in like military fatigues. You know, probably four, but right. he had these like military fatigues and right. this like toy gun, and he would just oh. they so just the let him loose. Shooter yeah. outfit. They for just a let him loose in the ca- in the in the in the restaurant. I yeah. mean, and there's like a fine dining part, and he would just be like ducking around, and they didn't care. They would just and one day um, in the outdoor part of it, he just like and just threw up all over everything, just covered half the thing, and I had to clean that up. And I mean, I'm. 16 oh. you know like i don't clean up kid vomit no and the whole time though i'm thinking this is at least i'm gonna get a good tip and the dude gave me a five and i <laughs> to this day i have not forgotten like you motherfucker yeah. like five dollars to clean up your kid's puke right for probably 30 minutes yeah, I almost puked like five times <laughs> while right. doing that. Right. He might as well have given you a nickel. Seriously? Seriously. I'm still fucking. <laughs> what, what, like, what amount would be appropriate? A 20? Like, at the least. Give I think I gave that guy 60 bucks. Yeah. Like, a 20 for a 16-year-old is good. Like, I was like, that's a... Uh, that's a platinum wash. Go right there, right <laughs> mm-hmm. now. You yeah. know, yeah. But the cleanup of the car seat was so grisly because there's just <laughs> there's so like, at nooks. a certain point you're just it like just I just got to use my hands. Yeah. You know, like yeah. it's awful. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still like it's right at the back of my throat. Just thinking about mm-hmm. it, like I'm like if I keep going, I I could I I could make myself sick. Tony, is this the most nauseated you've been? Because there's certain <laughs> there are certain topics on this show that come up frequently that really push people's buttons, but I don't think they've come up since you've been on. No, uh, earwax and boogers mostly. <laughs> uh, no, I mean I, c- I can handle it because I have a lot of a lot of 
bad puke stories myself. I have projectile vomited myself <laughs> while driving my car. Oh, wow. Oh. All over my own windshield and steering wheel. Oh, no. Oh. Yeah. I have two things to say. One, I just put down the read I was going to do. And two... Previously, I put down the one I was going to do that involved food because I'm going to have to find a place in the show later. But I need to hear about you projectile vomiting in your own car. Do you just burn the car at that point and get the insurance (laughs) money? Just drive it off into a quarry? You go good fellows on it? Yeah, this was like 20-something years ago. And I was was working this like shitty warehouse job. I got sick at work. And so I left. And I I worked very close to where I lived. And uh, I was like, it would take me maybe 10 minutes to get home. Felt terrible. But I was like, I can, I can drive 10 minutes, though. I'll be fine. And made it about halfway. And then all of a sudden, <laughs> oh, I'm like, no. oh, no. Oh, no. And as the feeling hit me, <laughs> oh. I was like going over like an overpass. And there was no <laughs> oh. shoulder to pull over. Oh, Is it like that thing when you're going to sneeze where you're just like trying to do it without losing sight of the road? <laughs> yeah. I'm just like, oh. I, and I see like up ahead where I can finally pull over. And I'm like, oh, I can make it there. I can make it there. And I just, as I'm having that thought, just on the windshield oh, and then god. immediately have the thought oh my god I can't believe I just and I do it again <laughs> <laughs> Jesus oh that's miserable mm-hmm. and uh, I, I gotta give because uh, <laughs> I was I was still living with my parents at that time and uh, I have to give my dad so much credit he then saw me get home he's like why are you home and I, and I was like I got sick and I also just threw up in my car and he was like Go lay down. I'll take care of it. Aww. Oh, my God. Oh That's my so God. nice. What a great dad. Yeah. You need to give him a five. <laughs> yeah. You, gotta, you need to send him a five. No more than five. And a birthday yeah. card, right. like and a grandparent. Mm. Wow. For inflation, 550. Mm. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, this was like 20-something. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Allison Rosen is your new best friend is brought to you in part by Orate. Orate makes the jewelry you've always wanted but could never find. Uh, it's insanely good quality. Orate's gold feels substantial and the diamonds sparkle and shine. Uh, it's high quality. It's beautiful. Because it's all real gold, you can wear it and never have to take it off. Shower, sports, sleep, cook, at clean Tony's car, anything. It's jewelry for life. Uh, and it's low prices for high quality. And it's, uh, or it is ethically made in New York City, empowering women with the best jewelry options without sacrifi- sacrificing style. And for every piece sold, a child in need receives a book to further their education. Um, they have so many beautiful pieces. I am currently waiting for the earrings that I got. Um, they, I think they're stocked in gold, but I got. The, they also offer them in white gold, so they're being custom made for me right now, and I'm very excited about them. I can't wait to show you guys uh, when they get here. For 15 percent off your first Orate purchase, go to Orate New York, and it, that's A U R A T E New York N E W Y O R K dot com slash best friend, and use promo code best friend. That's 15 percent off your first Orate purchase by going to A U R A T E. NewYork.com slash best friend. All right. I am itching to get to the John Henson quiz, but earlier in the show, I mentioned Daniel and the rat that uh, shuffled off this mortal coil uh, in your presence. So let's Mm -hmm. get to that upsetting story. So we are in the process of uh, sleep training our baby. (laughs) A rat. A rat. Yes. Uh, And that means that I'm... Um, and so that Allison can get a full night's sleep, I'm sleeping in the living room. 
Because I get up early to take care of the kids. She gets I just up. have to make this clear because otherwise it sounds like there's a real inequality happening. No, no. The this way we've Daniel's worked Daniel's preferred okay, right. By the method. way, good on you for even explaining that because my wife would be like, yeah, sleep in the fucking living room. Jess out there. <laughs> so, there's um, no explanation needed. I mean, you know, every couple works it out differently. The way we've worked it out is uh, I'll do overnight and then Allison relieves me at a certain point so I can get a couple more hours of sleep. Anyway, so I'm in the living room and we have this closet that had housed a furnace in a previous incarnation of the house but now we've moved the furnace so that it's just empty but we haven't finished it out yet we're going to take the door off finish it out so that so it's, it's open to the attic so that it can function as like a, a more of a right but right now it's open to the attic but now yeah it's like you open the door and you can just see the attic right and right. um so i'm in there and it's you're in the living room. One, in the living room, one thirty, two a.m., and I just hear this. Oh, and we have a ladder, a metal ladder in there because it's access to the attic, whatever. And so uh, I just hear this, <laughs> and then this. And at first, I, I think I was watching Succession or something, and I had the headphones on. And I'm like, "Is that Wendy? Like, what?" And I took my headphones off, and. Um, Wendy was sitting next to me. So I was like, when, was that Allison? Like doing something weird? Right. And then quickly realized, no, there's a critter in that. Now it's closed and sort of barricaded by a chair, but there's definitely something in there. And it's making a ruckus for a while and then it stopped. And so then it's like, fuck, what do I do? Like, I'm, it's, it's probably a rat. Right. You got to go to war. It's either a rat or a raccoon. Yeah. And then you're like, here's the thinking. When I opened that door, I got I got one shot to catch it, because if I miss it, it is it, it's going to be all night fucking chasing a fucking rat around the goddamn house. Right. So I'm like, and he's probably going to go for backup. Yeah, he's probably <laughs> got his buddies. He's yep. you know who knows he's got bulletproof vest. So now, were you most worried about him running into the kids' room or freaking me out? No, I was just worried about losing him. I didn't, you know, it could have been anything. Anything's possible if you miss him. So I'm like thinking, okay, maybe I can get like trash bags and cut him and like create like a a seal so that he has to funnel him into a box. I mean, I got this whole plan. And then I think, well, first I should just see what's going on in there because I can't see. So I creak open the door <laughs> and I'm imagining like him coiled in the corner, just ready to pounce. Right. And... There's just like this curled up rat who looks dead in the corner. And it's like, oh. So then I, I close it. I'm like, okay. So change of plans. By the way, I notice you're using the phrase rat and not mouse. That gives us an idea. Of it's the definitely a rat. Yeah, okay. Definitely a rat. Probably, uh, what's that, about five to six inches long. Mm-hmm. Kind of big. Fat, too, Fat, right? yeah. And... um Okay, so then I change the plans. Not going to do the t- the trash bag tunnel. Instead, I'm just I've got like a box underneath to to catch him. And uh, I open it again, and he's next to the modem. That's where we keep the modem. And I bang on the modem, or I touch it with the a stick I got. And then he twitches, and I, I scream like a girl. True. <laughs> uh, because and by the way, not a stick. Well, I got you the took one of the, Elliot's the mop. No, no, I was using Elliot's the mop. toy mop. You had Elliot's. You unscrewed the toy mop off of. I did not touch the animal with his toy mop. But still, it it took me until the next day when you put Elliot's toy back together that until I realized what you had been using. Little Purell. Yeah, you also had. You also had a full size mop. It's this is 
This is unimportant. <laughs> he, look, you. it's not like he was poking him with Elliot. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> well, the story's not over yet. <laughs> I took Owen's little hand yeah. and I, I pet the the rat with. Oh, the, God. Okay, so so it go, it it twitches. I'm like ah, uh, and slam the door shut. And I'm like, Fuh. I mean, I it's the craziest thing because the 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 this is simultaneous like disgust and. But also like sadness over the this animal. It's the weirdest combination of feelings. So then I finally Allison comes out. I had to put Wendy was going crazy because she could smell this rat. She was just barking. I I locked her in the cage, and and Allison comes out like, why the fuck is Wendy in the crate? You know, because she's barking in there, waking Allison up. I, know, I was just like, <laughs> and I'm are like, you aware that she's barking? Yeah, and I'm like, there's a there's a fucking rat in the closet. Right. I don't think you want to be in here right, right now. And by the way, if there's anything that's going to make you feel better about the dog barking, yeah. <laughs> it's finding out that there's a rat. Yeah, I'm dealing with it. Um, so yeah, she like, oh, sorry, you know, I I don't want to yes. be seeing this. Go do man shit. Yeah. I'll be in the bedroom. Yeah, I went back in the room and tucked my feet up under my ass. But I mean, it's crazy how much like ridiculous courage I had to summon because. <laughs> I don't know if I've seen too many movies or what, but like I'm imagining this touching the rat and having it just jump on my face or I don't know, (laughs) like what the fear is. But so I open the closet, I get the stick and I kind of push, I kind of nudge it off of the, the, it's like up on into this box that I have and it catches a ledge. And then, like, grips the ledge. <laughs> so sad. <laughs> right. With this you know? Rat and I have to, like, kind of pry it off the ledge, and then yeah. it flops into the thing. And then Wait, I... didn't you say that it, like, grabbed onto the mop handle? No, it, it was just the ledge. Okay. It was just, like, hanging on the ledge. Like, no, let me die. Yeah. And, then I, and then I bagged it, and then I, had, I didn't know what to do with it, because it's definitely dying. I mean, the poor animal probably, I don't know, like, broke its ribs or neck or something. Uh, so I just threw it away. I didn't. What was I going to do? Like put it in the alley or call well, call a vet? You know, I like, think the rat has some culpability here. If the rat was not so grossly overweight, maybe it wouldn't have fallen <laughs> no. in the first place. But it's so like you have to dis- dis- uh, discard it. You're not going to just dump it in the alley, but you feel bad because it's like this. It's like a little. Well, you animal. left the trash bag open, so if it did, recover, yeah, that's what my thinking could. was. It's like the trash bag's open. If it has a miracle recovery, it yeah. can have a chance at life. Did you? Did you? No, I, <laughs> I have to ask. Like, did you give any thought to just doing like a whap? No, and I can't. It's all over I, for no, the. Okay. I know it probably I, actually would have been humane. That's um, what I. Yeah, I mean, I don't I say that, that from like, a cruel perspective, but like. Maybe we should have put it out of its misery. Rat health care has really <laughs> gone down. The problem is, like, I don't know. Like, rats are sort of cute. It's like, I can't. Wait, where did you put the bag, though? You left the bag open, but where was there the is bag? A, uh, there, um, there's a homeless guy who eats rats, <laughs> and I gave it to him for Two a pack birds, of cigarettes. Two birds, one stone. No, there's a business that has a, um, a dumpster. A, a dumpster. It's funny. They have two dumpsters. One is For locked. Rats. One is barred with a lock, and one isn't. So I just I just use that one. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah. So I was sad about it, but. Yeah, Happy to have that rat out of the house, though. 
Yeah, we I think we have I, another we one. might have more. We have another one. I've been hearing our scampering. fucking neighbors re- uh, renovated that when we moved in, the house was vacant because the the whatever, and it had been vacant for a while. They renovated it, and I was we had raccoons under the house, and I and I was like over there looking, and the guy was like, "Yeah, we had a rat problem under here, but we just got them out." Now we have no problem. We board it up, and it's like, yeah, now we have a fucking rat problem, asshole. Raccoons are aggressive, too, and they're afraid of nothing. Like, they are... Right. It's you... I was not prepared for how confrontational raccoons are. Did you have they're a raccoon like, confrontation? Raccoons are like the proud boys of the animal <laughs> kingdom. Like they're, you say that just because they have the black polos with yeah. the yellow stripe? They're just that... like... I remember trying to scare it away, and it just looked at me like, Go fuck yourself. Yeah, right. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. So tomorrow, some well, someone came out and did an inspection, and then tomorrow they're coming to like rat-proof us or whatever. But I'm doing Getting Doug with High again tomorrow. Do you know what this is? This is Doug Benson's uh, show. Getting Doug he, with High, yeah. Yeah. Um, is that what I said? Did I yeah, say it backwards? Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. yeah. So it's Doug Benson's show where people come on the show and smoke pot with him. So I... I'm already paranoid about dealing with the rat guy when I'm stoned. And then I said to Daniel, I, well, I could just tell him. And Daniel's like, he doesn't have a baseline of what you're like normally. So Yeah, he's not going to know that you're high and not, that's not just how you are. I would really like to see you high. <laughs> <laughs> you can tune in. <laughs> yeah, I may have to. I don't know that I've ever seen you high. Yeah, you haven't. What? I know. So well, you're going to do a po- you don't even get high regularly and you're going to do this podcast? Right. That's right. It's I've going done to it before. fucking alter your DNA. <laughs> like this is not a guy who's breaking out Mexican brickweed. He's no. going to be, you know, I know. it's going to be something that will it's change like, your structural. Well, it's like VIP weed. Yeah. This is this will be the third time I've done it. The first time I did it I really I got high but not that high. And then the second time I was like I would like to get more high. Uh, I didn't. I don't know that I announced this. That's not anyway. a pot smoker thing. So. <laughs> I, I would know. like to get more high, please. please. <laughs> How I many am. pots have you smoked? <laughs> I am ready to get more high, please. <laughs> <laughs> and it was the second time. It was the second show they had done that day. So everyone, and I feel like even everyone working on the show, just from being in that room, everyone was pretty high. And I came in like very sober. Very like I had like a lot of coffee that day, and I just felt like my energy was way too much for that room. So we'll see how it goes tomorrow. I think it's their first show of the day. Yeah, I just felt like I was talking too fast. My thoughts were too thinky. <laughs> 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 um. Oh, but anyway, uh, yeah. My memory of smoking pot a lot in college was that often I would get so high that then I sort of felt trapped inside myself and I couldn't really talk and I was. You know, I had the same thought. I was like in a in a thought spiral of like having the same thought over and over, and it just wasn't pleasant. Even though I did it all the time, um, and I got very high the last time I did it, though. But I never had that sense of like I didn't feel like I ever lost the thread. Like I remember it's also from sort of state dependent. If you're with people who are calm and relaxed Maybe. and enjoying themselves, you're you plug into that. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So, but I feel like I just need to have fun tomorrow while also being able to deal with an exterminator. I'm always, uh, I always laugh when people go like, "You ever get like too high?" <laughs> and I'm like, "No, never did. Tried, <laughs> tried for 35 years, never got there." 
What's that like? <laughs> Tried real hard, put all my effort into it. <laughs> I have gotten too high. I got so high one time that I thought that I saw death coming through the window and and I knew that if I went out that night then I would die. And we were all planning to go out. It was a Friday night. A bunch of dudes were going to go parties. And I was like, I'm just going to stay here, guys. It wasn't even my apartment. And they all went out and had a good night. And I just did not move from that spot in the couch. What, did, the what did death look like? It was just a shadowy figure that like crawled in through the window. And scared it was a the fucking rat shit out of five or six <laughs> inches. I know. Yeah. So that was fun. Let's right. pour a little out for your homie. <laughs> It is weird, just to go back to what you're saying, it is weird, though, what is the fear? Because I had mice in my New York apartment, and it, like, completely took away my peace of mind until we finally got the situation taken care of. And I was like, they're tiny. They're actually kind of cute. What am I afraid of? And everyone goes, well, they carry disease and mm -mm. stuff, but that doesn't... What? what The fear for me is not... I'm not afraid of the rat. I'm afraid of how fast they are and losing it. In the house. It's not fear like I'm afraid of a snake. It's okay. It's like just. Yeah, it's going to run. It's, it's going to fucking yeah. run. Yeah. And I better, like, I don't know exactly. I, met, I you know, my reflexes better be good enough to catch it. Once it was um, dying and twitching and reacting, it wasn't fear so much as it was just like, ugh, like just. Ennui. Yeah, it's just like oh, Thanks. I gotta like I gotta like nudge this mm. body into this thing, and he's still alive, and it's just more gross. Yeah, it's fear. I do think probably I'm not rat shaming you. I do think probably putting it out of its misery would have been the humane thing, right? But but I can't like swing it into the concrete. Like that would have really been the only way, and I I just I couldn't. Even though yeah, I doomed it to a much you more. You get painful the toy death. mob. <laughs> Four or Get five Elliot's quick little strikes. school bus. I just, yeah. I don't know. I, know. I, you know, my uncle, my my uh, fucking piece of shit uncle. He was like, we were in his backyard once, and he was like, look, see those pigeons up there? Um, and he took out this pellet gun and oh, he went, and he shot the pigeon, and we went out in the alley and got it, and its head had blown open, and there was, and it was like, ah. Uh, I know that like a lot of people have no, they're fine killing animals, but for me, I just no. That's a weird. That's what you're describing is a whole level of like sociopathic sadism. Yes, that is far removed from Uh, the. I am a homeowner, a husband, and a father trying to. Well, I feel. I feel like I got rid of it. The part where I wasn't offering a humane death is just like a. But also, let's just point out too, though, it wasn't like you found a rat suffering in a trap. This rat did this on his own. Yeah, he you said, were just trying to watch and TV. He fell and he was like, "Goodbye, cruel world." And then he, this so is, was, I feel like this is something for you and your talking doctor. Like this is something for you to get into on Thursday. You know what I mean? I just feel okay. Right I feel okay. I mean, like I I dealt with the situation. I got rid of him, but I just didn't murder him. I it was more like I have did. a clean conscience in the end. If you if if he was uh, going to live, then he'll live. And if he was going to die, he's going to die. But not at my hands. Fair you enough. did what you could do. There wasn't much else you could do. Yeah. That's... I had to put a squirrel in a trash bag before, too. So oh, what happened? Yeah. It was like literally like the second day we moved into our place. Uh, I was in the bedroom. And suddenly I heard Kaylin yell, Ernie. And I thought like the dog had 
done something he wasn't supposed to do, and he that's very rare. So I go outside, and there is a squirrel laying in our yard, just like spread eagle. And we, she didn't see anything happen. She just like went outside, and Ernie was like smelling it on the ground. Oh, we think it just maybe fell out of a tree or something because it, it was it. We basically saw it die, mm. like because he like at one point like looked up at us and oh. then like slowly like just went down. And then it was that thing of like drama queen. Now, what, what do you what do you do? How'd you yeah. how'd you get it in the bag? I think I think a very similar thing. I feel yeah. like it was maybe like a broom yeah. and a yeah. yeah. He came and got your kid's toy. Uh huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> I the first house I ever bought. Our first weekend in the house, a skunk was oh. trying to burrow that is like, like through a grate into my like to go under my house to die and mm. just died like halfway oh, under oof. this grate. And so I had that like it was I'd been in the house for like 36 hours and I was like, "Oh shit, you smell that skunk." And then like the next day I was like, "We have an issue because yeah. like the skunk spray doesn't last that long." And then I found it and I was like, what do we do now? Like it was dead and there were flies and it was like, I ain't taking care of that. Well, you don't realize how big an issue it is when you're like trying to get online and make phone calls. Like who comes and gets this shit? Right. Mm -hmm. You know? Right. And I, so you, I like, I had to find like an animal control removal, you know, part of the city. And this guy pulls up with like, what looked like a tiny cement mixer on the back of a truck with a tube coming off and then like a little flange that like opened it up at the end, you know, it would just like slide up and he just, he goes, where is it? And I show him and he just goes, okay. And he pulled out a pair of gloves and I go, don't you need like a tool or something? And he just like reached down and grabbed it. Wow. Yeah. And like yanked it out, walked over and like stuffed it in that little hole and flipped the thing closed and was like, all right, take it easy. And I was like, that's a grisly job. <laughs> oh, my word. Wow. Yeah. I mean, the people can handle that and God bless them. I'm glad they can. I can't. Yeah. Yeah, maybe that's who we should have called about the raccoons. Yeah. We called people that we had to pay. Well, no, I mean, because they only take away dead animals. Oh. Like, and raccoons, I think they like they have to trap them and yeah. then yes. go well, so release them someplace what, else. Like, they I, don't just kill them. No. no. What I read is that if it's a family, which is what we had, then they don't trap them because it's it's like hard to get the babies. In the, and oftentimes you just take the mother away and then the babies are are doomed. Um, so they use something called raccoon eviction fluid, which is made from, <laughs> it was delightful. Oh my God. It smelled like cheese mixed with a barn. It was, uh, it's, um, it's male raccoon pheromones because male raccoons will like kill the offspring. Raccoon piss. So they other. basically take off. They're like, yeah. Cause the mother smells it and, and feels and threatened. So does your entire family. Right. Uh, and then thinks that there's a male raccoon nearby and then they get out. So and they, they, they scrammed pretty fast. Yeah. I mean, they got out of there on their own. Yeah. So, so it worked. Uh, you know what else works? What's that? Honey. You oh, love I love honey. I do. It's great. It's so easy. And yeah. It, yeah you ever buy something online only to find out later you missed a discount? Don't overspend anymore. 
Thanks to Honey, it's a free browser add-on that finds you the best deals online. The app magically auto-applies the best deals Just to your cart. Just works in the background. Check. It's amazing. Uh, and Honey finds discounts and coupons across 37,000 sites. Amazon, Sephora, Best Buy, Nordstrom, and more. Don't worry about missing a deal. Get Honey. Um, yeah, it's just this like awesome thing that, like you're saying, works in the background. Yeah. It's an add-on app. Uh, it just on goes like, hey, you could be saving money right now. Would you like to do that? And then also it like monitors the price history too. So it's especially like on – I find it the most useful – well, on all the sites, but I love on Amazon because it'll be like this price is a little bit – higher than it normally mm-hmm. is or it's a little bit lower. Um, yeah, it just uh, it helps you be savvy about your purchases. And I also love that uh, it, it automatically applies coupons, all of that. Honey has over 100,000 five-star reviews on the Google Chrome store. Time Magazine calls it basically free money. Look, there's really no reason not to use Honey. It's free to use and easy to install on your computer in just two clicks. So shop with confidence. Get Honey for free at joinhoney.com slash Allison. That's join. Honey.com slash Allison. Join Honey.com slash Allison. Honey, the smart shopping assistant that saves you time and money when you're shopping online. Okay, let's get to the quiz that I've teased for far too long. Uh, and we have a little song courtesy of Tom Rapp. What? That was Jim Henson? Oh. Better known as the talk soup host. On the Food Network, he's the toast. Watch this white bath, he's the most. John Henson! (laughs) All right. Um, Okay, so I will keep score... Everyone ready? I'm ready. Yes. All right, Go. Let's, let's do it. Now, we have some sound effects. Oh, yeah. Okay. I'm ready for this. I put way too much effort into this. That's place. awesome. I really overthought it. Oh, good. We like that. Okay. Okay. All right. We are ready for number one. All right. Question number one. Okay. Uh, who of the following have I not done a sketch with? A, Roseanne. B. William Shatner. C. Dustin Hoffman. D. Scott Bayo. E. Soupy Sales. And this is who you have not. <laughs> yes. Not. Okay. A. Roseanne. B. William Shatner. C. Dustin Hoffman. D. Scott Bayo. E. Soupy Sales. Who of the following have I not done a sketch with? All right, I have my answer. I'm not sure I know who Soupy Sales. I know the name Soupy Sales. He's a guy that hits you in the face with a custard pie. He's like an <laughs> okay. older, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. icon. All right, the, uh, I'm ready. Seventies. Tony, you ready? I'm ready. Yes. Okay. All right. Uh, now we all say our answers, uh, and then you say what the what the answer is. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go with Dustin Hoffman. Now, I went with Roseanne initially because something in my gut said Roseanne, but then. I was thinking that when you did Talk Soup, probably all, like a whole array of people came on. 
But I can't imagine that Dustin Hoffman went on. So that's why I'm saying Dustin Hoffman, even though it's such a weird one that I feel like maybe I'm wrong. Okay, Daniel? See, I chose Dustin Hoffman too, but I actually think Dustin Hoffman is one of those guys who you wouldn't think would like do things outside of films, but he he would. Like he would he he'd cut it up and be funny. You just don't think of him that way. Um but that's why I chose. It's probably like soupy sales. Uh, I did not go Dustin Hoffman because I'm 99% sure that I remember seeing Dustin Hoffman on Talk Soup. Okay, I feel like right. it was a thing about you, like fasting to get him on. That grin is telling me that I'm right. <laughs> but I, I'm not positive what the right answer is, but I went with Scott Bayo. You are correct, sir. Wow. D. Scott Bayo, right wing nut job. Um, But uh, yes, uh, Roseanne guest hosted I did a sketch with her, William Shatner I did uh, one of my favorite sketches Uh, Somebody had written in a letter saying uh, John, have you ever thought of starring in your own TV show? But they misspelled it So it said, have you ever thought of staring in your own TV show? (laughs) So we did a sketch where it was just me interviewing William Shatner But I was just staring at him the whole time and wouldn't talk And he was (laughs) improvising, it was great Dustin Hoffman, probably the highlight of my my time uh, on Talk Soup, yeah, I did stage a hunger strike uh, and uh, and got him to come in and do it. And Soupy Sales came in and hit me in the face with a uh, no kidding. Pie. Yeah, look at that. Uh, well done, sir. Thank you, Daniel. We're ignorant in the same way. Oh, I lose every one of these. I don't think I've ever won a quiz. Uh, okay, uh, question number two. The longest stand-up set I have done in my life was A, one hour, B, an hour and 30 minutes, C, two hours, D, two hours and 30 minutes. Ugh. All right, how am I answer? All right, I got it. Yeah, I'm good. I'm going to say two hours. At first, I was going to say one hour 30, but like that's actually if you're, you know, that's like a, you could do an hour 30. It's long, but someone could do that. Two hours is long. 2.30 is too long. Hence, two hours. Yeah. Same thinking. <laughs> that's it. C2. I'm sure that's not it. You're sharing a brain at this point. Yeah, I'm sure now. We're sharing half a brain. I'm sure it's an hour and a right. half. Would- because I chose to. It's definitely an hour and a half. Tony? Yeah, that's what I went with, hour and a half. God damn it. Uh... You are correct. Two hours wow. longest We're set I ever out. did. How does How that, did that come happen? to pass? Uh, I was doing a college, and uh, there was supposed to be an opening and a middle act, and they were driving in together, and there was a snowstorm. I had flown in. They were driving, and uh, the guy came up to me and said, hey, the opener in the middle got snowed in. They can't make it. Can you do their time? <laughs> and I said, can I have their money? And he said yes, so I did two hours. Was there a lot of like crowd work happening? Oh my lord! <laughs> <laughs> I did the dating game. Yeah. I did one of my favorite things that I used to do when I was, uh, and this ate up a ton of time. It was, it was, uh, it, it was a great bit for me, which was. Um, I would find somebody in the audience that had recently broken up with a boyfriend or girlfriend. And then I would call that person. Oh, God. And then we would hash out the breakup. Oh, my gosh. You know what I mean? Like, I would actually... Would you ever get people back together? 
No, but I destroyed a lot of oh, relationships. Good. <laughs> yeah, I made sure that wouldn't come in back. Um, all right. Uh, you ready for question number yes, three? Yes, I am taking a little oh. video of this. This will go on Patreon. So everybody's got one question yes. correct We're tied. at this point. We are neck and neck. I forgot neck. to give you your ding, so there's your ding. Thank okay. you. Yeah. That was a well-won ding, Daniel. <laughs> I appreciate the ding. Uh, question number three. How many hours have I spent on a tattoo table in my lifetime? A, more than 10, B, more than 20, C, more than 30, D, more than 40. Well, technically, A works for all of them, (laughs) right? So it should be more, more like between 10 and 20. Between ten and thirty. No, don't and get then all D legalistic. would be more than forty. Yeah, let's do it that way. Because right. I know Tony would be like ten. Yep. No, you're more right. Than That's 10. fair. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Hmm. I'm still thinking. So, Daniel, what are these new categories? Well, it's just it's A is between ten and twenty. B is between. 20 and 30, C is between 30 and 40, and then D is more than 40. Okay. Okay. All right. I have my answer. Well, see, I'm changing my answer. All right. I'm going with D, more than 40. That's also what I'm going with, because I (laughs) know that didn't, at some point, didn't your wife say, you're done? Yeah. Yeah. So I'm going with 40. I total guess. I just put C. You guys are correct. More than forty hours, Daniel. It's a lot of time. And my wife, my wife did shut it down. Yeah, for for now, (laughs) we're not. There will be an appeal. Um, What parts of your body don't have tattoos? Uh, I mean, I, there's a lot of space on my, but I keep it all hidden. But right, this, but like, the, do you have tattoos the, on your legs? The, no, I don't do the legs. Mm-hmm. But I, this was the oh man, look at that. The one on my chest was the one where that she shut it down and was like, yeah, "We're done." Now. That the one that says "Thug Life." <laughs> she, uh, her actual words were, "She goes, it's starting to get a little prison gangy." <laughs> But she didn't like that? She's not into that? And that's what I said. I go, you say that like it's a bad thing. <laughs> um, so yeah, more than 40 hours. Uh, all right. We're, uh, so you guys now leap what, into the lead. What happens right. if you say you want to get a tattoo of her? I've already got a tattoo. Oh. That's not a picture, <laughs> like but it? I've got oh, a tattoo okay. for her. Um, uh, in fact, I've got two tattoos for her. Do you um, go to the same person always? Uh, the same shop I have done all of my tattoos, um, uh, uh, with the exception of my first, which I covered over and was about the size of an M&M. Mm. Um, and, uh, uh, but yeah, all of the only ones that I have not done, uh, are little ones where my tattoo artist is, she lives half the year in Denmark and she's, um, she does bigger pieces, so the littler ones I've I've had other people in the shop do, but the big ones I have her do. Wait, what was the first M M&M and M one, or do you, or is it is that? It private? was a registered trademark symbol on my ankle, <laughs> and it was honestly the reason I got it was because there were so many bits that we did on Talk Soup that got ripped off by oh. other shows and other people. Mm-hmm. Um, that uh, it was like an inside joke that right. I was like, you know, but uh, that's been covered over. You didn't. You weren't into it. Uh, yeah, it was uh, given to me by somebody, and it was oh. time to go. Got it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, all right. So next one. 
guys may know the answer. Uh, question number four. How many years did it take me to graduate high school? A, five. B, four. C, three. D, trick question. I never graduated. I don't know the answer to this. I don't know if I know the answer to this. But I have my guess written down. Okay. Mm. Let's do it. Tony? Yeah, sure. Um, again, just guessing away. Yeah. And I, the thing is, I should know the answer, because I know that you've told me before when we did the one-on-one interviews, I'm sure. But I'm guessing three. What's three? Oh, three I, years. Yeah. yeah. It, but it's either three or... I feel like it's three or five. But I feel like your story is like you were a like, crazy kid, but then you like all of a sudden got super focused and like went straight. Hence, I'm going to say three. Daniel? Well, I'm going to go with didn't because I feel like you're one of those people who was like, I'm going to be a comedian and I'm just going to go out there and I'm going to do like, I'm going to hit the clubs and I'm going to like, I don't need this last year bullshit. I'm going to fucking make my career happen. Tony. Mm -hmm. Uh, I just put five as a total guess. I felt like the, I considered the didn't thing, but you haven't done any sort of like trick questions so far. So I thought suddenly to have that in there, maybe that wouldn't be the case. Oh, real? Like you're looking at the layers of the game. (laughs) Well, I had to do this last week. Yeah. Okay. Tony has even things up. It took me five years to graduate high school. I repeated my junior year of high school. Mm. I was, uh... Tossed out of a public school and had to oh, you my had to go to a new school, go to a private school for kids that had either been in private school their entire lives or kids like me that needed more structure mm. in their environment. How was that? That's when I became an honor student and ended up becoming president of the high school and getting into college and then promptly dropping out to do stand up. So everybody's we sort of right, right, but Tony gets sort the right. point. Uh, wait, right. now while we're all tied up. This is the time to tell you guys about ButcherBox. Ooh, ButcherBox. Yeah. Alice from Rosen's Your New Best Friend is brought to you in part by ButcherBox. Right now, ButcherBox is offering new members two pounds of ground beef and two packs of bacon for free, plus $20 off your first box. Here's how it works. You choose from four curated boxes, including a mix of high-quality grass-fed, grass-finished beef, free-range organic chicken, and heritage-breed pork, or customize your own box so that you can get exactly what you and your family love. Each box comes with at least 9 to 11 pounds of meat, which is enough for 24 individual sized meals. Meat is frozen at the peak of freshness in individual vacuum sealed packs. All meat is delivered right to your doorstep with free shipping. Uh, ButcherBox believes in a healthier food system where everyone has access to meat the way nature intended, free of antibiotics and added hormones and humanely raised. Uh, There's such a good selection. All of it is super delicious. And um, I have to say, whenever I feature meat on this show, it does very well. It makes an amazing gift and people like to get it for themselves get it for yourself get it for someone you love 
Uh, you will not be sorry. For $20 off your first box, plus two pounds of ground beef and two packs of bacon, go to butcherbox.com slash best friend or enter promo code best friend at checkout. That's $20 off your first box, plus two pounds of ground beef and two packs of bacon by going to butcherbox.com slash best friend or entering promo code best friend at checkout. Okay. Nothing like a freezer full of meat. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, you feel like you're a wild man who just killed an antelope. That's right. Got meat for the yeah. for the winter. You've slayed a rat. It's cool time to reward yourself. Buff. I do feel like that. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Time to see who really knows John Henson best. Okay. We're all tied up. Question number five. What time do I wake up every day? A... About 5 a.m., B, about 7 a.m., C, about 9 a.m., D, about 11 a.m. Okay, repeat, please. What time do I wake up every day? A, about 5 a.m., B, about 7 a.m., C, about 9 a.m., D, about 11 a.m. Is this like the time you get up and start your day? Or, okay. How old are your kids? Six and eight. I have my answer. Okay. Tony? Yes, I have my answer. I feel like this is where I'm going to lose my non-lead. I, I'm guessing 7 a.m., but I feel like that might just be too down the middle. I just think when you have kids, you can't sleep much later than that. And five is just too painful. Who gets up at five? This is my thinking. What the hell, woman? I, I thought the same thing. <laughs> oh, my God. As well. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, we're yeah. all going to advance or we're all not going to. Did you guys just adopt me? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> this is how we wanted you to seems, find out. seems reasonable. It, yeah. Yes. Yeah. I get up at 5 a.m. Why? Wow. What the hell is wrong? Because um, you're a winner. No, I. I uh, <laughs> that was about the wrong not, answer. Not, not about it. you being aware. Um, no, I. Uh, I. Uh, oh, both apply. Um, I. It's just. A, I don't know. I think. Uh, honestly, sometimes I get up before five. Sometimes mm-hmm. I get up, you know, five thirty. But. Um, but I am up before six. This is every just day. a natural, like your body's is getting you up kind yeah, of thing. This is this is just I wake up. How when long do you go to bed? Huh. Yeah, good question. Uh, what time do I go to bed? Yeah, um, it varies. Sometimes very early. Last night I was asleep by nine or nine thirty. Um, but that some of that is we came back from a vacation. It was fatigue. Um, usually, you know, ten or eleven. Mm. Okay. Now, did this start at a certain point in your life? You've always been like this. No, it's a, it. This is. I'm not a. I'm not this guy. Some of it is just <laughs> like you get old and then you just fucking wake up early. It does. Happen. Um, yeah. I think the reality is, I have gone from taking my two hours of quiet time by myself from 11 p.m. to 1 a.m. after my wife goes to sleep, and I now take it from 5 a.m. to 7 a.m. before the rest of the house gets up. Mm-hmm. And and I got to be honest with you, as unreasonable as it sounds, I fucking love it. I get up. I drink enough coffee to bring me to the brink of a seizure. <laughs> um, and I read... 
you know, I mm-hmm. catch up on the news, you know, I'm like an obsessive news hound. So you're getting I, that sweet East Coast morning Twitter. I'm getting East Coast morning Twitter. I'm listening to like last night's news, you know, on podcast. Um, got my girlfriend, Rachel Maddow, queued up. <laughs> um, and, uh, and, and I, I, I read obsessively and, um, maybe I'll do a little meditation. Look at you. That's so risky. Then, That's risky that early. And then when the, why? Cause you fall asleep. Yeah. <laughs> Not if you drink <laughs> right. all the coffee, all the 10 coffee. cups of all coffee the- every morning. <laughs> I drink 10 cups of coffee every morning. Um, God bless do you, you really? Yeah. Just, ten. The, just the 10 though. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that eleven, then you'll be up all night. I mean, let's be realistic. Yeah. Um, and and then I feel like if I can start my day that way, I am like prepared. I don't do well anymore. Like waking up and having to go right into mm-hmm. action. Mm. Like I need time to myself to chill out, to wake up, to prepare my mindset for the day, plan out my day. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. Okay. That, and by the way, dude, I got to be honest with you. It's what looms for you in your future. Well, I'm I'm sitting here listening to you going, this sounds like a really good strategy. Yeah. And I'm sitting here going, yes, this would be good for you because Daniel takes his I take four my alone hours time after of alone time at right. night and then goes to sleep really late and then is like behind the eight ball the entire next day. It is. it The, the transition is painful, mm-hmm. but once you've made it, it's just, it's your front loading it's like having your dessert first yeah. like i have my time to myself mm-hmm. i still my mind you know what i mean i prepare i i indulge myself with what i want to do and then i'm ready to give attention to other people and get into yeah. action. i think the problem for me is that the way it goes is by the time elliot is asleep and we've finished dinner it's like, but you know, but by the time I get home and do that stuff, and that it's already eleven, and I haven't had one minute to. But here's chill. the here's the challenge: is when you take that time at the end of the night, there's no hard out, True. right? So you just you. It's like some nights you just overshoot it, and you're like, "Fuck, it's quarter to two. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And now what have I done? Whereas if you do it in the morning, right. The kids are like it ends when you the have day begins. Right. You know what I mean. So it's it's more structured. Like you have a heart out. All right. Because I am the guy that will be like, well, yeah, but Goodfellas was on, and you know what mm-hmm. I mean. And then I yeah, I got to rewatch all of Rick and Morty. Right. Sure. <laughs> um, this is a, this is a good. One. I'll I will get there. Uh, but not so long as she's getting up early. Only after. I'm not taking over the morning slot. Right. Yeah. Well, we could trade. It's going oh, to do gonna overnight. I had offered to do it sometimes. All right, we'll talk. Um, um, by the way, I'm omitting a question because I touched on it earlier, um, but I just have to get this out there. Uh, the question was about the weight of my nine-month-old dog, and I kind of alluded to it. My nine-month-old dog weighs 75 fucking what? pounds. Get the fuck out of here. It's a big dog. He is a monster. <laughs> It's, it's like a every big day I dog. just look at him and I go, when does this stop? <laughs> like I have literally got Clifford the Big Red Dog. And it's a golden? Yeah. What's his name? Boogie. Those oh, are, that's those, okay. are great, those are great dogs though. Um, okay. Yeah, he's awesome. All right. So uh, this question I think you will have fun with. 
Uh, question number seven. My wife and I are both allowed to sleep with A, Phoebe Waller-Bridge, <laughs> B, Jessica Chastain, C, Jennifer Lawrence, D, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. Oh. <laughs> Hmm. I have my answer. Me too. Okay. First, I want to say Phoebe Waller-Bridge because I love her. Uh, but I have decided it's AOC because I think you would love her and your wife too. Going with AOC. Yeah, honey, I was going with AOC too. What the fuck? So We're both I, wrong I was, I was thinking of changing it, but I had already written it down. Yeah. I almost did that, but I stuck with Phoebe Waller-Bridge. Phoebe Waller-Bridge! Wow! Yeah. Man, this How is good. getting interesting. All right, yeah. Tony is just So wait, what are we at now? We're at Tony three has three, and you and I both have two, but how good was this? Was Fleabag? Like, it's... It, yeah. it's she's just so delicious, yeah. and so um, phenomenal. Now, I will say, there's a bit of a MacGuffin in here, mm. because previously, Jessica Chastain had been my one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and God bless my wife. My wife saw her at a resort in Mexico and walked over to her and goes, oh, my God, you're my husband's one. <laughs> and, um, and she goes, oh, my God, that's so great. Um, thank you so much. I'm sure if he saw me, he would be disappointed. And my wife was like, no, he's, he adores you. And uh, she has a, like... European husband who's a fucking Adonis mm. and um, my wife saw Jessica Chastain talking to her uh, husband and then uh, later when her husband was in the pool and my wife was in the pool he walked over to my wife and goes you're my one <laughs> and she was like <laughs> oh my goodness so whereas I do think we would swing with them mm. um, Phoebe Waller-Bridge is the one that we're both down DTF got it <laughs> I'm sure she'll be thrilled um, okay, Tony's winning right now. Yeah. Now this this could this is going to decide it. We're either going to you know yeah this is this we is could end up in a tie. Rubber hits the road. You know, uh, uh, he could run away with it. Who knows? Do you have a tiebreaker if that happens? Uh, I can come up with. Okay, one. great. We see um, who remembers how much his dog weighs. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. Which of the following operations have I not had? A appendix, B vasectomy, C hernia, D tonsils. Mm. Can you read those again? A appendix, B vasectomy, C hernia, D tonsils. All right, I'm ready. Oh gosh, this is stumping me the most. Okay. Tone? Last minute change. Yeah. I'm good. Okay. I'm good. This, I am the rat. Just, just falling to my death with this answer because I don't think it's right. And yet I'm sticking with it anyway. I'm going with tonsils because I feel like you probably have had all the other ones. Did you do that too? Why are you choosing? <laughs> are you looking at what I'm writing? Why? Because I want to be a loser. 
<laughs> no, Excuse I'm not me? looking. Well, I'm just saying we're both not doing well. Yeah, I'm not look. looking at your answers. This is how much we're the same. <sighs> yeah, t- fucking tons. Like, how am I going to win if you keep copying <laughs> tonsils? I feel like tonsils because it's the one thing most people get um, that it would be surprising you didn't get. I just, for no reason, just last second, decided to switch to vasectomy. You're all wrong. (sighs) Which means Tony wins, by the way. But the answer was A, appendix. Appendix. No appendix. I recently had the unkindest cut. Congratulations. Big fan. Yeah. Uh, Encourage you to do it. Yeah. Unless you guys are swinging for three. Well, we're gonna have one no. of those. We're gonna have one of those parties where everyone comes over and there's a doctor and you just go and they they do the V. I love my cut. guy, Doctor Dennis Kim. He's amazing. Well, does he do parties? Um, he. I listen. I've referred enough people to him that I'm like, can I get a fucking group on? Like, <laughs> what's the deal? <laughs> um, but uh, I, you know. A couple of days of soreness is not a big price to pay for a lifetime of barebacking. Yeah. And How, no what more level kids. of soreness? <laughs> I said to him when I went back for my, uh, like I did it on a Friday and you go in on a Monday and I was like, I'm not going to lie. You undersold how painful it was. Um, it, it sucked. It sucked uh, for, you know, for... It sucked for like 24 to 36 hours and then there was like residual residual soreness. Mm-hmm. Like, you know when you're in the shower, you're not like just rifling through stuff. You're like <laughs> Fabergé egg kind of like, oh. Um, but, uh, but... Even my nuts hurt. <laughs> yeah, no, it was... Um, but I gotta say, like... I did it during March Madness. <laughs> and uh, They say that's the best time to do and it. And I got to be honest with you, <laughs> yeah. I, I'm not going to lie, uh, just as a father, mm. uh, to have a good 48 hours to not be asked to do anything. <laughs> oh, I would. To I would lay probably... in bed, watch whatever the fuck you want to watch, ask, bring me food. Like, it mm. was that. I would have a heart transplant awesome. if I, they just, if I could be left alone for 12 hours. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It really, it's yeah. fantastic. Yeah. That is now, is this something that you had been considering for a while? Uh,. We we definitely wanted a hard cap on the head count. Um, yeah, and uh, my wife was like, "I'm done with the pill. I'm not gonna, you know." That's rough on the ladies. Pill. I mean, yeah. she, well, you she know. had she had an ablation, mm-hmm. um, which is what like a do? scraping of the uterine lining, um, and then you it like virtually eliminates or eliminates your period. But then you don't have to be on a contraceptive anymore. And she oh, like, does it grow back? No, no, huh. no. Um, and so she was like, "I don't want to take that, you know." And we didn't want to take any chances. Um, Wait, but does the ab- the ablation works as a birth control? No, it just oh, so, oh it just makes it so you don't have a period, right? I see. So, but hmm. she was like, "Well, then I'm not gonna." You know, because she was one of the benefits of being on a birth control was that it, she was on one of those, like, I only get my period every three months. Kind right. Of, right. You know, hardcore 
things. And she was like, I don't want to take that anymore. Got so, it. Um, if I'm going on. And, and um, I will tell you that uh, 52 years old is too old for condoms. Um, I think it says I, that on I the box. I literally had, there was like a lag time where I had to use condoms. And it's, yeah. you just don't, you've, like, we've all forgotten. We've all forgotten. <laughs> you don't have the it's, moves. You don't it, have the practice. It's like and, saying, uh, hey, yeah. man, uh, I'm, you're not going to be able to use your uh, PlayStation 4 for a few months. Right. But I do have this 16-bit Atari. Right. You know what I mean? Like, it's just like, what am I mm. doing? Mm-hmm. You know? Um, yeah, that was that was not going to stand. And you're awake for the procedure, right? It's just like a little in Not only was I awake, I was talking to the guy. Mm. And uh, at one point, he goes, okay, we're all done. I just got to put some stuff back in and we're all done. Uh. And I went, shut your fucking <laughs> mouth. Put some stuff Don't back say in. another word. First of all, I didn't know you were taking shit out. Yeah. You know? Surprises me as well. Um, but uh, here is the silver lining of a vasectomy, right? We, we, I finished the, the, uh, the thing on a Friday. I go in on Monday. He checks the incision. Okay, you're good. He goes, um, okay, so we have to, they have to test um, uh, uh, to make sure that it took, right? So he goes, um, all right, I want to go over your homework assignment. And I went, I'm sorry, what now? <laughs> and he goes, uh, I need you to flush the pipes. <laughs> and I was like, what? And he goes, uh, I need you to flush the pipes 20 times in the next 30 days. Oh, I thought it was going to be like in the next 12 hours. 20 <laughs> times in the next 30 days. I called my wife from the parking lot. I was like, <laughs> the doctor said, <laughs> clear your schedule, disconnect the smoke alarm in the bedroom. It's fucking on like Donkey Kong. I'm going to get a 55 gallon drum of Astro Glide and we are going to town. Uh, it was phenomenal um, because I was like, uh, let's go to the bullpen. Yeah, um, and so then what do they test then your they, then, ejaculate? To yeah, make sure and he goes, sperm? he goes, uh, and then we test, and I go, so, and he goes, just bring in a sample, and I go, good, because I don't want to be the guy asking the chick at the front desk for the Wi-Fi code, right? Like, you know what I mean? Like, but you just, yeah, and then they test it again twice to make sure that it took, and then you're good to go. With the IVF, I've had to. Yeah. go and do that at the office so many times that like now when I just go to like the dentist or something I'm already and they have to remind me that right. I'm not right <laughs> you just go to your glove compartment yeah like you just came just, in like it's like having a ballpoint pen I just in your got car. big butt Latinas out on the coffee table and sure. they're just like no 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 this is right. the dentist <laughs> right and it's, it's uh, Pavlovian man yeah. sorry pay, so. pay me no mind that's right <laughs> that is the kind of porn that they had there though right yep they had they had multiple kinds. That they had they had multiples of that though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> I wonder if they're working on a donor program. You know what I mean? I wonder if it's people just being like, yeah, yeah. Oh, right. Own. You know, what <laughs> I mean? I've used Maybe. this already. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, big fan of the vasectomy. Well, there you go. Are they a sponsor? <laughs> <laughs> they should be. Yeah, it's in the freezer. 
Um, you guys, this has been a very fun episode. We've talked about rodents. We've talked about barf. We've talked about sperm. And so much more. Um, I'm at Allison Rosen on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, if you like what you're hearing, subscribe, tell your friends, download your friends, uh, and leave comments for us on Apple Podcasts. That helps out the podcast a lot. Five stars is my favorite number, but I'll take all kinds. And uh, come see Childish on September 3rd. Daniel, where might we find you? You can find me at Twitter at Daniel Quants. You can find me at Instagram at also Daniel Quants without also just Daniel Quants. Yeah. What about the snappy? <laughs> you can find me D Quants on the snappy. Oh, okay. uh, <laughs> uh, John Henson. John underscore Henson at twitter.com. And I'm at Tony Thaxton on Twitter and Instagram. Thanks. Oh, yeah. Yes. Instagram on the gram. Yeah. Doing it for the gram. Mm. Uh, uh, I am a ye old skunk boy. Is that <laughs> O L D E? No. Just. Just traditional yeah. OLD. Yeah. Wonderful. Thank you. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Yeah. Thank you for having me. And um, uh, uh, good luck processing everything that went down. I don't know. That. It, I mean, like about. I said, I'm, I'm making a joke about it, but it was clear that it was, it's a no, difficult no. memory for you. I've got a lot to think about tonight. Yeah. Um, uh, congratulations on the home and the baby. Thank, and thank you. All that kind of stuff. Great to meet you. Congratulations you on your victory. Thank you very much. Feels good. Yeah. <laughs> um, you guys, thank you for listening. I love you. Goodbye. Hey, do you know about the Allison Rosen show? We had a good time, but now we gotta go. Rosen is your new best friend. <laughs>